0: It's a creativitorium (laughs) with your host Sam Prince. That's me, where we talk everything acting, one of my favorite passion topics, and everything else in between. With very special guests, we talk film, theater, modeling, screenwriting, directing, design, behind the scenes, and so much more. So let's get crack-a-lackin'. And see what we have in store this week. And... Action!
1: Hello, Annika here. This message is for all kids out there who are interested in acting like me. Saber Productions will be starting more online online acting classes for young actors just like us. One class will be every Tuesday at 6.30 and another one at Saturday at 2.30. Sessions are for six weeks. And we will perform a short play at the end of our family to see. It doesn't matter if it's your first time acting ever or if you have a lot of experience. You will have a lot of fun and learn some great tips so you can so you can become a star. Sign up at Sambra.productions. That's S-A-N-B-E-R.productions. Or you can contact Sam Prince at 616-308-0067. With any questions, classes are only $65. See you online then.
0: Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to the Creativatorium. So excited for Season 2 and so excited that you are listening. Really appreciate it. Just want to ask a quick favor of you. We, Sammer Productions, our theatrical group, did a play about Frederick Douglass last year, the great Frederick Douglass. Who uh, was a great abolitionist and really helped free slaves back in the 1800s? And our goal is to get it into as many schools and businesses across the country as possible um, to, you know, raise awareness, increase diversity, and just educate children and adults about. A figure that they might not, maybe they heard about, but don't really know about. It's a great play. So if you have some connections or, or, or ideas, please contact us at Samber Productions, either on Facebook or our email is samber P-R-O-D, 2021, at Gmail. That's S-A-M-B-E-R. P-R-O-D 2021 at gmail.com and would love to entertain any ideas or or leads or or contacts that you may have because we really want to get it into as many schools and, and businesses as we can. I forgot to leave out the most important part in February for Black History Month. That's our goal. Black History Month really promote our play. So we'll love your help. And really appreciate it. Thanks for listening. Now back to the show. All right. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Creative Autorium. I'm your host, Sam Prince. And man, I am so excited to have my family here. On this episode, man, with my brother Cam Rowe, how are you, yeah, sir? Let's
2: do it. How you doing, Sam? Man, I'm glad to be here. I'm excited. I'm really excited, man.
0: Nice Anytime too, you man.
2: can work with family, that's that's always good.
0: That's right, man. That's right, man. And you know, so I'm 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 fifty two. How old are you, bro?
2: I'm forty one.
0: Forty one. All right. So we we got eleven years between us. Yeah. And you know, growing up, because we had that gap of age, yeah. you know, we didn't really hang out, yeah. you know, a lot. You know, I was mostly hanging out with your brother, Curtis and Kylie. Yeah. You know, because they're older. Yeah,
2: I was like, yeah, I I remember playing tag with you uh, a long time ago. Yeah. You know, they're like, Cam doesn't count. I was the youngest. <laughs> I'm just running around there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, we we included you, man. But you're right, you're right. It was like, yeah, Cam, Cam has Cam's Cam, you know. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I <laughs> remember. I remember your mom, yeah, I remember you know, Your
2: mom was always over there. Like, our, our moms were like favorite cousins, man. They were always hanging man. out and stuff,
0: man. So, man, you know. <laughs> yes, yes, and we'll talk about them in a second, man. But yeah, yeah, I remember rolling down the hill at your yeah. house. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's right man i missed that house man that was fun
0: <laughs> man i know that was the house man that was the house but yeah man so let's talk about you man and tell us about how you got started you know what made you decide to get into comedy all that good stuff yeah. man you know man but
2: well, you know what i've always wanted to do it i think people that probably Hung out with me. I was a little, like, more reserved, uh, probably, I would say more reserved than my brother. My brother, as you know, my brother Curtis is probably the comedian in the family, right? He's always man. been the performer. But I secretly always wanted to do what he was doing. Um, yeah. And I, I think it started for me watching the Cosby show. I used to love the Cosby show. I wanted to be a Cosby kid, and I was just obsessed with that show. So I really started <laughs> researching Bill Cosby, and I'm like, oh, man, he was a comedian. I'm like, oh, man, I want to do that. You know, I want to do that, too. And um, when I got a little bit older, like high school and stuff, I would I would really be more silly like my brother. I'd make all my friends laugh. I played basketball. I'd make all my teammates laugh and stuff like that. And (laughs) people people would actually say at that point, like, man, you should be a comedian. I'm like, dang, I want to. So I really didn't know how to get into it. But um, I moved to L.A. for work and uh, I was at an open mic with my friend and they talked to the host and asked him if I could go up there. I had no idea. So I went up there and I did a couple jokes. I got a few laughs and I just got the bug after that, man. I just started doing it.
0: Wow. So wow. Okay. I didn't know you lived in LA for a minute.
2: Yeah, yeah, I did. I was working at a tobacco company and uh they flew me out there, man. I was I was out there for like eight years.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I started right. I
2: thought you had to move to LA to do comedy, which you do not. You can do comedy anywhere.
0: Right, right, yeah, yeah. So so you did, the stand-up, you know, went well. And yeah. then what, take me from there, like what made you? Yeah,
2: so then, so then I was just, do- so I was doing like open mics and um what happened was I moved to Hollywood, so I was right hmm. on Hollywood Boulevard, just, just with my friends. I had a friend who wanted to be an actor, who actually became an actor, uh Alejandro Barrios. He's actually doing pretty good. He has some shows on Netflix, but um we both had that dream. He wanted to be an actor, I wanted to be a comedian, so we both moved to Hollywood. Um, my third or fourth month living in Hollywood. A dude asked me to be his security guard. I'm like, man, I know I'm big, but I ain't, you know, I can't fight, so I don't know you know what you want from me. He was like, <laughs> he was like, no, no, no. He said, like, man, I got this TV show. He was like, you'd be perfect. I was like, oh, word, yeah, I'll do that. So it was this TV show called Storage Hunters. And the guy yeah. who got me on the show, yeah, man, so that was, I did one episode, but the producers and the directors liked me so much, they kept me on for three seasons doing there, yeah. and uh, okay. the guy who got me on the show was a comedian, too, so he was like, I'm a comedian, I was like, oh, me too, he was like, how long have you been doing comedy? Really, I've been doing comedy a few months, but I told him a couple years, I, want, I wanted to sound like <laughs> a <fan. laughs>
0: Of course, of course,
2: But yeah. he, started, he started taking me on the road with him. And we would do the TV show. We would do comedy. And that's really, you know, how I really started, like, rocking and rolling.
1: Right okay. There. So, yeah, we yeah, had right. we had a
2: Hooters restaurant that, uh, you know, we used to just, like, you know, like, work out our jokes at. But it was on Hollywood Boulevard. So, all the okay. tourists and stuff would come in. So You would get, you know, you would get people from all races, all backgrounds in, in Hollywood. And I think that really helped me out, too.
0: Uh, all right. All right. So, yeah. So. And then did you get an agent? Uh, So
2: I got I had a I had a manager, which is a little bit different, and uh, okay. I realized, man, at, you know, after the success of our show, Storage Hunters, which uh, was really popular overseas, but it was popular enough where I could just get book gigs on my own.
0: At that okay. time, so yeah, okay. it was cool, man. All right, and that's that's what you're doing now, booking all your gigs on your own.
2: Yeah, so I, I'm booking pretty much on my own. Now there are comedy agencies. They're not necessarily my agent, but they're booking agencies that will book me for different okay. shows. So I'm with, I, I work with like like three of those. Um, okay. My main one is uh, there's one called the Comedian Company. Shout out to my boy okay. Jason Douglas. He's a he always keeps me busy, man. So all right, shout
0: you know, out.
2: He does all you know. I do shows that like Darren McCarty, the one that he came to. He books yeah. me on those shows, uh, Rick okay. Mahorn, stuff like that. Okay, so, yeah, man.
0: Okay, great, man. <laughs> That's great, man. That's awesome. I'm so proud of you, man. Thank you, man. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I just want to talk about, you know, the real family real quick (laughs) because, you know, like you said, man, like our moms would – all they would do is laugh when they get together. All all laugh all day, man. All laugh all day, man. And God rest my mom's soul. And Yes. Your your mom is – Still looking like she's forty. Yes. Know?
2: And so was your mom. They was they was both beautiful, man. Beautiful. They were, man. And they and they would both spoil me like like your mom used to spoil me all the time. They would just, you know, I was the baby. They would always she would come in there like, hey baby, you know. So I <laughs> man, I loved it, man. I loved all of it. So
0: Yeah. And they would yeah, hang man. out
2: all the time. So that was great.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And then, you know, your sister Kylie, she's hilarious yeah you know she
2: is Kylie is funny in her own right she really
0: <laughs> she really is man, she really is, but then, like you said, Curtis, your brother, that dude is something I mean he's he, yeah, he's i mean you he's on all the time Hilarious. on
2: all the I literally tell him, dude, we should work together, we could be like the Waynes brothers or something, but yeah, he just does it, yeah, he just does it for fun, like he just like,
0: <laughs> yeah. I,
2: yeah, he always says he's gonna to come to my. He came to one show, and that really, when Curtis said I was funny, it meant a lot because he is so funny, and everybody thinks he's funny. So yeah, when he yeah. like he genuinely came, he was like, "I was coming to hate on you and heckle you." He's like, "Wow, you're actually funny," and I'm like, right. "Oh man, that meant a lot when he said that." Because I'm like, "Yeah, Curtis is so funny,
0: so funny, so funny," <laughs> and uh, he's doing his thing, you know, musically and yeah, creatively. And I mean, I'm I'm so proud of him too, man. He I mean, he's he's a legend over there in Detroit. He is, and man. Curtis is,
2: Curtis is super. Curtis went to Interlocking and really had. He really trained himself to play a lot of this music, and you know, right? He likes to exaggerate right. a lot. He'll, te- you know, he went to Interlocking, but he'll tell you he went to Juilliard. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> Interlocking in Michigan is one of the, It's like the Juilliard of Michigan for those that don't. Yeah. know. Yeah.
0: No. Yeah, yeah. He really, he's right. super talented. Super talented, yeah, man. I I don't know if you know, we took piano lessons from the same teacher. Oh, you know, was that uh, Sue somebody? Sue, yeah,
2: yeah,
0: Sue, Sue. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And you know, I I remember me doing my piano thing, and then he just like took it to a whole nother level, man. Like, yeah, you know, what I mean, like you, you, we were both playing the same stuff, and all of a sudden he's like playing Beethoven and all <laughs> that. Complicated stuff. I'm like, man, I can't hang with you no more, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, and he he just blew up from so there. Nice, but man. I
2: know yeah. dude, those big old fingers. He just playing that piano like it's nothing, man.
0: <laughs> like it's nothing. Yeah, yeah. But like, tell me where all the hilarity came from, man. Like, how did the royal family get so damn funny? Man, like, you it, know
2: what? It started. It started definitely with my father. I think my dad. My dad is a comedian too. He's one of those, just jovial, joking all the time. Like, yeah, he never seems serious unless you know, unless he's in competition with something. So if he's playing a sport or a game, that's when he's serious. Other than that, he's so, super silly, super funny, and yeah. it definitely started with him because he he's hilarious.
0: Okay, okay, you know? okay. That I want to talk sense. about
2: him more in my stand-up, man. You know, I tried to keep it PG thirteen with him. I'm gonna have to go to R. 'Cause he is something else.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But then obviously he met your mom, who is also hilarious. Yes. You know? Yes. You know? Yes. So them two together.
2: Them two together, especially when I was a kid, they would get to arguing, it would be the funniest roast battle I've (laughs) ever heard of in my life. So they I mean and they would be serious, but they would like they would be cracking jokes on each other. I'm like, y'all are, you know, yeah. are y'all arguing. on doing a comedy show. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's great, man. That's great. Yeah. That's great. So it's obviously in the jeans, man. Yeah, it is. Obviously, in the it genes. Is. Yeah. Well, great, man. It is. Yeah. So you know, I, I like I told you, I like to give tips to you know those trying to come up you know in the comedy world you know maybe you know don't know what to do like what will be a few things that you like to tell you know aspiring comedians on you know how to get successful like you
2: yeah dude i would just say man number one you do not have to move to la or new york in this in this day and time um you can go to open mics for a stand-up to really work on your craft. you can look up your local open mics. Just kind of Google it. Uh, there's a website yeah. called, uh, I think it's called bad B-A-D Slava S-L-A-V-A dot com. It has like every Ooh. open mic in your in your area, you know, within driving Ooh. distance or whatever. So okay. that's a really good one. And then from there, you can network with different people. Um, you know, don't worry about how good or how bad you are at first. Open mics is is open for everybody, so Right. Even uh, experienced comedians like myself, if I'm working on a new joke that's not ready yet, I'll go to open mic and work on that and kind of work that out. Um, okay. and also, you know, with, with the internet, I think utilizing the internet, you can be anywhere and really, really getting, that's what I'm trying to work focus on now is really get the internet up. So you can start like with doing little jokes on the internet too. Um, but I would advise to, if you're going to be a stand up, also, and you got to hit that stage and work on I don't just be an internet comedian, and then you don't have any stage experience. You still need that stage experience. So,
0: right, right, right. Okay, all right. Well, you, and you know, you you brought up something that I got a question for you too. You know, like comedians, um, you know, do do you do you write your stuff down and like write it out, and then practice a joke or is it just in your head and you just, you just flowing with it? Like how, how, what's your process of like your routine, you know? Is yeah. It,
2: yeah. 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 So a, yeah. a little bit, but I've gotten a lot better at just writing everything down. Like if I'm hanging, let's just say I'm, I'm hanging with the fam or something you know, Yeah. Curtis, or somebody says something funny or something about me, I'll kind of jot it down. Like, okay. oh, man, maybe I could talk about this. And then I'll and then I'll go to an open mic or a show where I'm not necessarily getting paid for. I'm just working on new material, and I'll try yeah. that joke out. I usually okay. like to put the new jokes in the middle of my set. So if I'm doing a set, at least I can start and end well. And I can throw those new jokes in the middle, see how those okay. are. And um, lately, man, the, some of the newer jokes I've been doing have been doing really, really well. So I'm like, oh, man, you know, that joke really? worked. Or one joke I didn't think was going to work. Works really well and stuff like that. Um, yeah, the stuff I post on Facebook. I really need to go back and look at those because a lot of people that followed me on Facebook said, "Man, you know, you should make videos of the stuff that you post or do jokes about that." And I'm like, "You're right," because I write a lot of material on Facebook too that I should include in my act too. So yeah, yeah, starting from there, you know, if you get a lot of likes and laughs on those posts, man, make those and right. jokes
0: too. Yeah, you know? I, so, I've seen some funny. I've seen some funny posts, man. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I remember my
2: daughter, man. My daughter, we were talking about um uh spiders, and she was talking about how many legs spiders have. And I I I was like, Really? Spiders have that many? I forgot what it is, six or eight. Is it I forgot what it is? Yeah, but my yeah. daughter looks at me, she's 11, she looks at me, she said, Daddy, wherever you went to college, she would tell them to give you your money back. You don't know how, <laughs> how many legs spiders have. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like stuff like that. I'm like, I need to put that in my man, because you know, and that she she said it exactly like that. You know, like, yeah. I didn't have to write that. I'm like, dude, that's like,
0: right. that's kind of gold
2: right,
0: <laughs> here, so. right. <laughs> so she, so your kid's funny too. They
2: are. They are. They are. <laughs> they are. My daughter, my, my daughter, Kira's and Kylie, they're the same. Uh, they're both Scorpios and they're very yeah. direct. But sometimes with them being direct is funny a lot of the time. Yeah. So,
0: right. Yeah. Right. She reminds me a right. lot of
2: Kylie big time.
0: That's great, man. That's great. <laughs> yeah. So um so you use the open mics to practice new material yeah. and 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 okay. Yeah,
2: right. yeah, 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 open mics is what you is where you want to go. So whether you're new or working on new jokes, um sometimes you can go to open like if you have a show that's coming up a big show, sometimes you can just go through your routine, whatever you want to do. Um but yeah. Yeah, it's, it's it's basically a um a non-judgmental environment. It's an open right, bike, so you know right. you can bomb and it's it's okay. You can do well. It's okay, whatever. So
0: right, right. I really like those a yeah. lot. Yeah, yeah. That's great advice, man. That's all great yeah. advice, man. Yeah, yeah. All right. So <clears throat> let's play a little game with the. Uh, I asked you to give me your top eight comedians. Yes. Right, and uh I love your list, man. It it these are really like. You know, classic goats of the game. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And it's interesting because, you know, I had Brandon Keyshawn on. Yeah. Um, one of our boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. His list had mostly like either up and coming ones or, you know, famous, but not incredibly famous people, you know? And it's yeah. just interesting to see you guys' different lists. Because uh, you picked all the goats, man, basically. Yeah, man. Yeah. You know? Those are the guys I uh, grew
2: up watching, man.
0: Yeah. Right. Me, too. Me, too. Yeah. I love them all. I love them all. So it's going to be tough. But let's let's do it. All right. So we're going to just put them up against each other. And we'll see who's your favorite today. You know? Okay. That's it may, cool. One. It may change tomorrow. But let's <laughs> see what you say. All yeah. right? All right, so this first one, I mean, this is a toughie right off the bat. We we got uh, Eddie Murphy against yeah. Bill, Bill Cosby, man.
2: Oh, man, that's tough. That is yeah. tough. Oh, man. Um, yeah. Like I said, Bill Cosby is, you know, he is the reason. But Eddie Murphy, too, because I used to watch – so my dad used to watch Eddie Murphy all the time, and he would let me watch him as a kid, too. And I think in terms of stand-up, Eddie can do everything. He can do impressions, he tells jokes, really, really good stories. Yeah. He's very engaged. Like he everything he does everything well. Um yeah. Bill Cosby is, is probably the greatest storyteller of all time, as far as we know. That's tough, man. Right. Right. Oh man. Right. I might I might keep Eddie Murphy. though, okay. just because I think in terms of stand up, Eddie is someone that I kind of cling to more.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I hear you, man. His stand-up yeah. is ridiculous. It's ridiculous, incredible. It's ridiculous yeah. man. Yeah. That's hard yeah. to do,
2: though, because Bill's great. I mean, I talk about my kids and stuff, too. So, I mean, Bill's – and Bill does it squeaky clean. You know, he's clean on the – Squeaky Yeah. And, I mean, I was like, you know, I've always been a fan of his. Like, I was like, this man can do no wrong until, you know, we found out he was doing yeah. the wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 So
2: maybe for that, yeah, but I'll keep, I'll go with Eddie. Okay.
0: All right. Yeah. Cool. All right. So now we got two more legends. Um, Dave Chappelle against Kevin Hart.
2: Oh, man. Dang, that's tough. I love Kevin yeah. Hart, too. I love Kevin Hart. And, again, he's a great storyteller. Well, he, the way he sets jokes up, he's, he's very clear. To let the audience know where he's going in a joke. He's very good with setting a joke up and landing a punchline. And just marketing-wise, he's the best, man. He knows how to yeah. market his stuff and make the big bucks. But yeah. Dave is just a complete artist. He's a 100 percent artist. He doesn't really care about certain money. You know, he grew he turned down $50 million, which yeah. is which is hard to do, man. Like, you know. Woo. I mean, you know, like my wife asked me, if, if Trump asked me to do a show for $500,000, would I do it? I said, you know what? I'm going to do it, probably deal with the consequences later. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> but it's hard right? to take down $50 million, so definitely I'm going to have to go with Dave, man, because he's just yeah. a true artist. He doesn't care about he, any of that other stuff.
0: That's true, man. That is true. Yeah. And, yeah. Have you listened to um, his podcast, Midnight? uh No. Man, you gotta check it out, man.
2: I gotta check it
0: out. Yeah, what's the name of it? Oh shoot, it's it's the Midnight People Miracle.
2: Telling me about it too. Midnight Miracle. Okay,
0: cool. I'll Midnight Miracle. Yeah, yeah. He's 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 funny as hell in that, man. And yeah. But, it, but he's got like most deaf and a couple other dudes, and they have guests. And they yeah. talk about serious stuff. They talk about racism and Trump and all kinds of good. stuff. But I know it's, that's good. It's, it's great, man. It's great. Yeah. And you're right, man. I mean, he he turned all that money down. Yeah. But he's still doing his thing. He
2: is. He you know? is. And it didn't yeah. it didn't hurt him one bit. He still he got twenty million per uh comedy special with Netflix. So yeah. He made that he made sixty million because he made three or, three or four of those specials. So
0: right. He made exactly. all that money
2: back doing his own thing. So yeah. Yes
0: he did. Money. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And and let's be honest, his show was hilarious
2: it was hilarious it was <laughs> hilarious man and that's hard to. and he talks about that too it's hard like once you make it big and you're making all that money it's hard to say to say no to things but you know right. he did it man and
0: he did like i
2: said he's still he's still rocking and rolling and you know we all love him we're still gonna go see him no matter what
0: that's right so, that's right and, you know yeah 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 all right so now we got the white boys yeah. <laughs> 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 two two again classic white boys man classic, um, classics man yeah george carlin against uh bill burr
2: hey that's hard that's hard because i love bill burr and george carlin george carlin is is a wordsmith too like every word yeah says is powerful man and yeah i think there probably would be no bill burr without george carlin so i'm gonna keep george carlin yeah you know Legend, man. Yeah. He makes you think and he's funny. So. Man, he makes you think. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He's he great. great. Man. Yeah. yeah. God rest his soul. Yep. Yeah. All right. Then the last of the eight. <laughs> more more <laughs> notes, man. Yeah. Uh, Paul, Paul Mooney against Richard Pryor. Yeah. Uh,
2: that's a tough one because Paul Mooney wrote. A lot of Richard Pryor's stuff. Did he really? Yes, he did. He wrote a lot. of. If you look at those uh, early albums, Paul Moody was one of the main writers on those. No on joke. Those Yeah. And Paul Moody also, he created a Home of the Clown on Inflipid Color. Uh, did he? Wrote he? For, yeah, he wrote for uh, Sanford and Son.
0: Um, okay, I knew that. didn't know that.
2: Yeah, yeah. He's, he's so underrated in terms of the comedy world, all he did for comedy. I mean, everything that pretty much that we watched that's hilarious, Paul had something to
0: do with it, so... Man. But... Did, uh, did he have, but wasn't he on the Chappelle show, too? The
2: he yeah? oh yeah, little... he was on the Chappelle show, yeah. Yeah. He was on the Chappelle show, man. He wrote a lot of sketches. He wrote a lot of classic sketches on there, too, so...
0: Yeah.
2: He's wow. another one that's kind of like a, a real artist in terms of he, he's going to do it his way. He's not going yeah. to conform to what other no. people want. So... No. He's great, but, I mean, you can't deny Richard's talent, you know, how big Richard was. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I would probably have to keep Richard, but he, I don't know if he would be the Richard that he is without Paul Mooney, though, so. Right,
0: right. No, that's the exactly. thing, you know. Yeah, yeah. So who, who's your favorite right now on that one? Oh, on that, that one, other? I'm, I'm, a, I'm
2: a still going to still go Richard. I'm still going to still Richard. Of the okay. Of the, yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah, man, he – yeah i did not know that paul wrote for richard yeah i don't know man he might be my the funniest dude i just remember listening to his albums man and just being in tears i know incredible you know
2: and that's another one. he's so honest about his material you know he talks about doing drugs having a drug addiction and made that funny you know what i mean right
0: right (laughs) yeah and just, you know, would make fun of white people yeah. so creatively. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know? Like, white, white people cracking up, man. Like, and he was yeah. just making fun of them. But it's just And they dope. loved them. They loved them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> loved
2: them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because they, right. they
2: saw their realness and, you know, they saw the realness of Richard. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah, yeah sure. right. Yeah, right. All right, so now we got the final four, man. This is going to be tough. So we got Eddie Murphy against Dave Chappelle.
2: Oh, oh, man. Oh, man, that is tough. Because you're talking about two legends. (laughs) Ah, let me – Eddie's older stuff, I mean, you know, he hasn't done stand-up in so long, but he he was so – I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Eddie just because okay. I think there would be no day without Eddie, man. You gotta right. go with
0: Eddie. Yeah, that's true, man. That's true. Right. <laughs> is he, is he gonna come back? Is he gonna do something else? He heard? said he
2: was. He said he was, but you know, when you got two three hundred million dollars, you know, <laughs> stand like you said, stand up his heart, you know, you gotta start from scratch. So you might
0: <laughs> right.
2: you might just chill with his Disney money, you know. Right. Right. <laughs> that dude's
0: He's got so much money, it's ridiculous.
2: Oh man, it's crazy. Yeah. So
0: yeah. Okay. All right. So and then we got two more legends. George Carlin against Richard Pryor.
2: George Carlin. Oh man, those are two legends. I'm gonna go with Richard on that just because uh I think I just related to Richard more. Like once I got older, starting to understand his stuff. So I'm gonna yeah. go I'm gonna go with Richard. But that's a tough one too, because George is, right. is a genius.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, so the finals. Eddie against Richard.
2: Oh, man. I think yeah. even Eddie is a huge Richard Pryor fan. And yeah. he has said there would be no Richard without him. Yeah. He has, he has said that on air, so I'm going to have to go with the GOAT, Richard Pryor.
0: Yeah. That's number one. Exactly, man. Yep, yep, yep. In fact, uh, I just, just saw a clip of Eddie stand up where he talks about um how Bill Cosby called him up and said that he was too dirty. <laughs> That's my favorite bit, man. That's my favorite. Man. bit. <laughs> yeah. And Richard was like, "You tell Bill, he can suck my ass." Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was the fan. when I first heard that bit. I think I was like 8 or 9 and it was, was like, cuz I was I was a huge Bill Cosby fan, so I totally related and I could see that happening oh was, you know yeah bill bill was known to chastise people for not you know working clean especially black comedians right. that you know like he called martin up and said martin was full of buffoonery and all this stuff on his show yeah and, you know and really really criticized his very critical
0: right people so which right, is ironic right. for the
2: stuff he was doing off stage but
0: woo, <laughs> exactly man like yeah. that, that was not clean Right. <laughs> that was not <laughs> clean at all. <laughs> yeah. Well, all right. Richard Pryor wins it yeah. and uh deservedly so, man. Yes. Deservedly go. So. You go, You the go. the go. All right, man. That was fun. That yes. was fun. So, so, yeah, man, my last question is I always like to ask everyone, you know, how do you – what's your plans to create – to creatively affect the world in a positive way like what's what's your plans now what you got in the future yeah what what what, what's cam got going on for the yeah man so for
2: so for 2023 i really want to continue to hit the comedy club so i'm starting to headline comedy clubs a lot more i just got offered to headline mark ridley's comedy club in michigan is uh the biggest comedy club in in pretty much the midwest so they asked me to be the the headliner, so I just want to headline more clubs. Um, I have an opportunity to go. Thank you, man. That was that was great, man. That was that was a, a great feeling. Like that's like that's like our comedy store out here in the Midwest. So you know, the fact yeah. that asked me to be a headliner is. Uh, and I remember, you know, because Kylie is a straight shooter too. My sister Kylie, the last show she came to, she said, "Dude, you need to ask them. Can you headline?" She said, "You are a headliner," and I was like, "Wow!" Like to hear that. From people like that, you know who like Kai's yeah. telling the troops She'll tell me, yes. the, you know, so to hear that from her and like Curtis and stuff like that, I was like, yeah, so I never even asked, but they just sent me an email and asked me to to do that, so I'm excited about that, um, that's great. I had an opportunity to uh entertain the troops in november i I was not able to uh. To make it, um, due to the stuff that was going, because it was near, like right near Poland, so a lot of stuff was, you know, stuff that's oh, going on over there. Yeah, but yeah. Um, I'm looking at doing that possibly next year as well. So I really want oh, to yeah. Lower season entertainment, yeah, man. So and then just yeah, you know, yeah. making people most, most importantly, just making people laugh, making people feel good. You know, everybody goes through things in life, and you can laugh and get those, you know, endorphins off and feel good for a minute <laughs> or two, man. That man, that means a lot, man, you know. So,
0: so um, true, man.
2: Yeah, man. Like there's study. There's this guy that said he beat cancer. He said he really believes he beat it. He would just watch Seinfeld episodes all the time and forget about what he had going wow. on. He said so eventually, you know, he he blames it on that. So, I mean, laughter can can literally heal, man.
0: Heck yeah, man. I you truly know? believe that. I yeah. truly believe that. Yeah, and you know, so much. So much negativity and, you, right. know, you know, you hear about depression all the time out there yep. and anxiety, all these negative things, man. And I really believe that just going to hear you and, and yep. comedy really can, can, can change your whole mental perspective. Yep. You it know? totally can. Yeah. Can totally. Can. Yeah. So yeah.
2: I can do that to help people, man. I, I mean, that's like, that's what the core of my whole reason for doing it. So Heck yeah, man. Laugh, man.
0: yeah yeah and you do man you do i i know when i came to see you man i was cracking up man and thank you man. I, yeah i can't wait to see you again i know I, I think you're coming to traverse city again yeah yeah yeah.
2: so yeah so there's a traverse city festival uh february 2nd through the 4th it's actually my birthday weekend too um okay. but yeah we're uh we're doing a festival and that's gonna be dope man. because they got like all the top comedians from, like, the Midwest, top headline yeah. national headliners, and it's going to be the best of the best, man. So that that whole festival is yeah. going to be
0: incredible. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm going to try and make that. It's, it's a couple hours north of me, but yeah. that ain't no thing. I'm going I'm to try and maybe just get a hotel and yeah, bring, bring the wife and hang out, man.
2: Man, man, if you guys can make it, I'm telling you, that's, that is one, like, that's going to be a really, really good one.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Cool, man. Cool. Well, man, this has been so fun, man. Yes. <laughs> I've been looking forward to this for months and months. Yes, and man. Finally, me too. finally got your busy ass <laughs> to, to do it with me. <laughs> That's
2: right. Well,
0: right. yeah, man. Thank you, man. I, I love you, man. And I love you too, man. I'm, pr- I'm proud of you. and uh, Thank you. Thanks for doing this, man.
2: Thank, thank you, man. And I'm proud of you. Like I said, you like you're doing yeah. this in, in your community too. for all, for yeah. all creators, man. Which is doing that's right. Man. You know
0: that's right. And you got yeah. your thing
2: going on creatively as well, man. So I'm definitely yeah. proud of you. And this is it's so much. It's it is it's so much needed, man. In this in this time and space. So
0: it is, man. It is, and I'm so glad you brought it up because I totally forgot to mention that. That you know, you know, acting is my thing, and you know, yeah that's what the creativity is about but you know comedy is acting man it's yes you know you're on stage you're performing and it goes right hand in hand man so um yeah i'm I'm glad you brought it up because you are a performer and there's there's acting involved too man
2: yes and i actually wanted to that's something i'm I'm really looking at doing two in 2020. I want to get into comedic acting too, and just really yeah, kind of explore for sure. that a little
0: bit. You know, <clears throat> for sure, definitely, yeah. man. You sure yeah. you can have your own special? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do some skills sure. and stuff. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Don't don't forget the little people like me, man. I'll, I'll be of a side <laughs> actor. All right. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'll
0: bring you on with me, shoot. All right. <laughs> Heck yeah, man. Heck yeah. yeah. Well, thanks again, man. And thanks to everybody for listening. Cam Rowe, comedian extraordinaire, man.
2: Thank you, Sam. I appreciate that, Custom. Thank, thank you, you so man. much,
0: man. Yeah. All right. And we'll wind it up. And as I always like to end it, you know, all the world's a stage. See
2: you That's next right. time.
1: Hello, Annika, here again. I'd like to tell you about some voiceover coaching classes with Sam. It's a lot of fun. We play lots of games and activities all based around vocal techniques. We meet once a week, but Sam could work around your schedule. We practice and record with his studio microphone, so one day you can be a famous voiceover star. For more information, visit samber.productions, that's S-A-M-B-E-R, .productions, or contact Sam Prince at 616-308-0067. You don't have to be a kid like me either. His coaching sessions are for all ages. Looking forward to hearing your voice soon.